Hello, this is Siddharth from Newslaundry.com, bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Saturday, the 7th of August. India has recorded 38,628 new COVID-19 cases and 617 deaths in the last 24 hours, according to the Union Health Ministry. The active case load is 4,12,153. Be advised, listener, that these numbers are widely believed to be undercounts. In Hyderabad, a patient recovering from COVID has developed an unusual infection of white fungus or aspergillus, which has created an abscess in the brain. The patient recovered from COVID in May and then suffered limb paralysis and had difficulty speaking. A scan of the patient's brain revealed clot-like structures that did not respond to medicine. They were eventually diagnosed to be an aspergillus infection. While a white fungus infection of the brain is prevalent, Doctors say that the fungus creating an abscess, particularly in COVID patients, is rare. On Friday, heavy rain persisted in areas of Madhya Pradesh, creating floods in various locations. In the state, 18 individuals have died and more than 50,000 people have been relocated to shelters. Meanwhile, the Indian Meteorological Department has said that the southwest monsoon will remain active over east, northeast and central Indian regions. Widespread heavy rain is likely to continue over Madhya Pradesh over the next one week. After the Chambal River crossed the danger line, officials in Madhya Pradesh's Bhind and Morena districts were on high alert. Hundreds of villages in Bhind were evacuated and over 8,000 people have been rescued from floods as of today. More than 29,000 people have been relocated to safer areas. Furthermore, the torrential rains heavily damaged 2,600 households in 68 villages across Morena. After State Chief Minister Shivrat Singh Chauhan requested help from the central government, the army was dispatched to assist with the rescue and relief efforts. India and China have disengaged at patrolling point 17A near Gogra Post in eastern Ladakh after a 15-month-long standoff. The standoff in the rest of the region, however, is still not completely resolved as other friction points still remain, the Indian Express reported this morning. The Indian Army, in a statement on Friday, said, I quote, As per the agreement, both sides have ceased forward deployments in this area in a phased, coordinated and verified manner. The disengagement process was carried out over two days. The statement also highlighted that all temporary infrastructure that had been set up along the course of the standoff has now been dismantled. The agreement to disengage was decided in the 12th round of core commander talks on 31st July. The Indian delegation was led by Lieutenant General P.G.K. Menon. China has still not pulled out its troops from PP-15 at Hot Springs. This was also discussed in Friday's talk, but an agreement was not reached. The Kerala High Court has pronounced a judgment affirming a woman's autonomous and individual rights in a marriage, ruling that, I quote, marital rape amounts to cruelty and is a ground for divorce, end quote. The ruling was issued on July 30th by a bench of Justices A. Mohammed Mustaq and Kausar Edapagat who were hearing a woman's plea for divorce from a husband on grounds of harassment and abuse. The copy of the ruling was uploaded yesterday. The court was considering a woman's request for a divorce based on cruelty as well as a husband's request for restitution of conjugal rights. In February 1995, the pair married in an arranged marriage. She did, however, petition for divorce a few years later and a family court decided in her favour. The man subsequently appealed to the Kerala High Court, which was considering his case at the time. In her petition, the woman had described the abuse she faced as perversion, physical harassment and marital rape. The Kerala High Court, while ruling in the woman's favour, stated that she had never felt secure, affection or cared for by the male. The court said, and I quote, 
we have no hesitation in holding that the act and conduct on the side of the appellant constituted mental cruelty." End quote. In a statement about the Pegasus spyware controversy, Uttar Pradesh Chief Minister Yogi Adityanath has compared social media to a bay lagam ghoda or an unbridled horse and has urged the IT cell to exercise direct control over it. He said, and I quote, Print and visual media had those at the helm who could maintain control. However, no one has control over social media. If you do not remain alert and are not prepared, then you will become the topic of media trial. End quote. He further said, this is why it is important to train and prepare to control this unbridled horse. It is important to be wary listener, to remain cautious when authorities try to control channels and mediums of the press. A world where government authorities bridle the media is a world where they get to steer it in convenient directions. That's because a free press might be inconvenient to government authorities. For example, News Laundry's reporters Ayush Tiwari and Basant Kumar found that the Adityanath government spent more than 70% of its ad money on Atmanirbhar Bharat campaigns and less than 4% on COVID awareness advertisements. Notably, the amount of money spent on COVID was even less than the government's expenditure on miscellaneous ads, which include several sub-campaigns in advertising the Yogi government's prowess. To know the full details of which ads the Yogi government spent its money on, please log on to newslaundry.com and read the article titled, In Pandemic Year, UP Spent Just 4% of Its Ad Money on COVID Awareness and Relief Campaigns. Do remember, listener, that we need help and support to continue doing such reports and others from the ground. You too can join the thousands keeping the press free and fierce by clicking on the subscribe button in the top right-hand corner. Freestyle wrestler Bajrang Poonia secured a bronze medal in the 65kg category for wrestling. Notably, his counterpart Ravi Kumar Dahiya secured a silver medal in the 57kg category. The medals mirror the bronze and silver secured at the 2012 Olympics by Sushil Kumar and Yogeshwar Dutt. With Poonia's bronze, India now has six medals in this Olympic Games. Aditi Ashok also finished fourth in golf today, just missing out on being the first Indian golfer to win an Olympic medal. She finished a shot behind Moon Inami of Japan and Lydia Ko of New Zealand, who were tied for second place and had to compete in a playoff. The Taliban have overrun the city of Zaranj, the capital of the southern province of Nimruz in Afghanistan. Zaranj is the first provincial capital the Taliban have taken as they ramp up offensives to claim Afghanistan. Zaranj fell to the Taliban on Friday. The Taliban has taken control of all except one district in Lashkargah, Helmand province's capital. As American soldiers withdraw, the Taliban have taken control of dozens of districts and border crossings, putting pressure on many provincial capitals including Herat in the west and Kandahar in the south. America's withdrawal is scheduled to be completed by the 31st of August. The Taliban were able to capture Nimruz because the government in Kabul didn't send reinforcements, said a representative for Nimruz's police. The city of Zaranj is strategically located on the border with Iran. A Taliban commander reportedly told Reuters, I quote, This is just the beginning, and you will soon witness how other provinces fall into our hands. End quote. That's all the news we have for you today. Stay safe and don't forget your prescription of Daily Dose. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel. 